Welcome to One Leg Up, where we discuss how you can deliver the very best customer experience and how you can achieve zero marketing waste. I'm Ed Davis, the Chief Operations Ninja here at One Leg, and today I'm joined once again by our Chief Mastermind, Vic Sun. Vic, how are you doing? Good. It's really good today. Enjoying the weather. Really love the topic today. Really super excited. <laughs> good. <laughs> Good. No, no, no. You, you, you've already jumped right to the topic, uh, the segue to the topic. Uh, we need we need to get a better intro for you, I think, so that we can um, uh, facilitate a little bit of back and forth, a little bit of banter. But we'll work on that. We're still young in our podcast careers. So <clears throat> let, you've already alluded to it about you're excited about this topic. I'm excited about this topic because it affects all of our clients, all of our prospective clients. It affects it affects all sorts of companies and industries and increasingly so. And th today's topic is going to be reviews. Um, they are and can be uh, either a lifeblood or a detriment to, to any company. And increasingly what we're seeing is that reviews are going across. Uh, they've historically been in the B2C space or the D2C space, but we're starting to see more and more business to business types of reviews. And we're not going to go into that just yet. We want to stay on the B2C side, uh, especially as a, a number of our clients are focused on home improvement. But let's let's kick it off just a little bit, Vic. What do we typically see with clients when it comes to managing their online customer reviews? Uh, well, we do a lot of we do a lot of home home improvement remodeling. Um, and typically what we see is that you know, a lot of the reviews that they get are all over the place, right? It's 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 not necessarily uh, a particular strength that people are, are talking about, and it's in different channels. Um, and what I see that they aren't doing is really highlighting the ones that are really relevant, and then making sure that these ones are on their their main site. Right to to really reinforce the call to action um, that they want you know the the user to have, uh, but that would be one of the main things that I think uh, you know most of them uh, do and don't do. Yeah, no, no, no. I I completely agree with that. Yeah, and 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 so my question really is is you know why are you know, why do you think they're so important? Um, you know, I mean, why are, why are reviews really important? I mean, that's 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 a that's a question caution on its own that I think some of them, some some of a lot of our clients and some of our uh, the people might be interested in, in in knowing. Yeah, I think there's four or five really key points about reviews that that clients need to get in their head, and you know, they're they're great ultimately, but really the reason why they're important is you know let's just sort of walk down the list. Number one, it's social proof uh, about your business. It's, it's, as we know, people are increasingly doing a lot of, spending a lot of time in the digital space. And those people, even before they will listen to what their family members, their friends, their neighbors might say about uh, a business, they'll, they'll look to total strangers to see what they're saying about that lawn mowing company or what they're saying about that um, that restaurant down the street. So, so it, it really starts to reinforce for the consumer, 
hey, this is a company that I think I want to work with. Now, what helps that, obviously, is having, you know, better than four-star reviews. We typically like to see clients have somewhere above a 4.3. And the reason for that is, is because that just reinforces for those strangers or the people who are reading it that, you know, this is a really good company. This is a really good service. This is a really good product. Now, a lot of companies we run into, as you know, you know, the CEO or, or the marketing people will say, I only want five-star reviews. And that would be great. But in, in actuality, as, as we found out, and, and I think there's actually a couple different uh, studies from like Harvard Business Review or, or something along those lines that talk about having, if, if you have pure five-star rating and you've got more than, I think the threshold was like 25 or 30 uh, reviews and you still maintain a five-star rating, that could potentially be detrimental to your company and service because then people start to go, are these folks trying to manipulate the system, therefore making uh, manipulating me? So, and that gets us to our second point, which is reviews make you look trustworthy, right? It's, it's, it's sort of the neon sign of, of, of the digital age that, hey, this company is in business, they, they, they actually do what it is that they say that they're going to do and their products and services are, are what they're meant to be. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll write a little bit more in our blog about this, but I think the third point that is really, really important, whether it is um, from a, a B2B standpoint or a B2C standpoint, increasingly it's becoming part of the decision-making decision process, right? So when you think about, am I going to make a big purchase? Am I going to go on that trip? Am I going to, um, am I going to put new windows into my home? People want to see reviews. They want to see people like themselves who have been through that same process. And what was that process? How did you interact with this company? How did that make you feel? You know, did you get a good service? Do you feel like you got good value? So that's really important. I think the last, the very last one that people really don't think about is it actually gives you an open line to your customers and you can get feedback. Uh, you can, you know, you can sort of right the wrong, so to speak. And um, it's, it's, it's a really invaluable tool to product development and marketing development and brand development. So you can understand sort of how people actually perceive you and your company and your products and services and get that firsthand feedback when usually historically, the only way you would really get that is through, you know, maybe you could do a survey, maybe you could do um, uh, a brand survey or something along those lines. But but those those were fairly pros, cost prohibitive. Uh, nowadays, you know, hey, we set up shop six months ago, and we already have two or three reviews on on our Google business page. So it, it, it's, it's an invaluable tool. Yeah, and I think part of the the concern that um, I have when I see in, in, in spaces like home improvement and, and remodeling and construction is what you had, what you had mentioned where they're only putting the five-star reviews and it's an opportunity when, when you get a two-star review or a one-star review, um, two stars are actually quite rare. It's mostly one star you get there. If somebody's not really happy with your service, but, um, it, it's an opportunity for you to respond and you know a lot of companies 
have discounted, you know, uh, sites like Yelp, for example, because they think, well, it's for restaurants. But a lot of people use that because it's if it's close by, right? And 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 they don't realize that, you know, they may have lost one or two customers a week, and that on its own, if you're averaging ten thousand dollars. I mean, you lose one or sure. two in a week, it adds up to a couple of hundred to maybe even a million by the end of the year, you know, depending on your product would be. And, and, and then you have a lot of people who get um, this, you know, dissuaded by the fact that they see those and, and, you, and there's no responses. And, and to be honest with you, I think it's really because uh, either two things. One, you've got their digital marketing agency who's lazy, who doesn't really push them to go, hey, look, we've got to address these things. Um, and, and I know, you know, it's, it's tough to kind of go through all of those things one by one, but you have to do it. I mean, if this is your business, you have to do it. Um, and, and the other thing I think is that, you know, well, I always say, think about it this way. If, if, if you had five customers walk into your business, right. And the first one said to you, oh, I love the product. I love the service really great job guys. And the second one said the same thing. Third one said the same thing. And the fourth one said, you all are crap. You don't know what you're doing. I hate this. I don't like that. You didn't treat me right. You wouldn't just ignore them. You you just wouldn't. Okay. So, and what do you think are the, the, you know, these, these things that companies do typically get wrong when it comes to reviews? I think the biggest thing is ignoring them or hiding reviews or, or trying to, to delete them. Um, you just shouldn't do that. Now, I, I think there are some instances where, you know, it, it is right to hide uh, a comment. And, and, and let's broaden that out just a little bit, right? It's not just reviews because now people are doing so much more on Facebook and LinkedIn and things like that, that people leave comments. And so, you know, comments in their in their own way are a review and so we we do see uh companies and clients who like to hide those things or try to delete them and 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 whatnot and so some of that is fair as you know we we have a client who you know it's it's unfortunate but but they do get some some comments through facebook that that are that are confrontational for some reason that, that are, that are not grounded in reality. And so I do think it's right to hide those, but, you know, we also just had another client who, you know, they got a comment to one of their Facebook ads where somebody said, Oh, this company's horrible and beware and this and that and the other. And, you know, the owner wanted us to, to take it down, but I said, well, what was that person's experience? And when he explained it to me, you know, we very politely, you know, put up on to Facebook, Hey, really sorry that you had that experience. Here's our perspective. If you'd like to talk about it further, please shoot us a private message. We'd be happy to talk to you. Right. And I think that's what actually consumers want to see. They don't mind if you get a bad review, they don't mind if people make bad comments about you. What they want to see is what did you do about it? Right. I say all the time, you know, when I, when I think about traveling and I look at a hotel or something like that, they don't have to have a, a 4.8 rating or a 9.8 rating or whatever it is from a, uh, from a, from a consumer standpoint. And they certainly don't have to have the greatest reviews on the planet. In fact, I actually go and look at the bad reviews and I think you do the same thing, Vic, right? We're, we're actually looking for the one and two star reviews because I want to see 
okay, what, what part of their experience didn't they enjoy? And then what did that, the, that, that business person do to, to, to try to fix that? What was their response? And, and if, if I see a bad review and, and a one-star rating or something like that, but you see immediately see a comment from like a manager, somebody who can actually make a difference, make a decision. Hey, that's horrible. That's not what we're meant to do. I want to work with you, you know, give me a call, blah, 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 blah. That's exactly what I want to see because at least these people are conscious and they're making an effort. So, you know, I I think that's the biggest thing that people get wrong. I think the other thing that people um, don't always pay attention to, and we see it a lot because a lot of our clients do boost their, their ads on like Facebook and Instagram and, and, and uh, do advertising on Facebook is you get a lot of comments on there and people just think, oh, well, they must like us and they're just posting nice things about our ad. Now you got to look at all of those things. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think part of the, the, the use of the, these negative reviews is, is really how you utilize them. I think you, you, you may want to even highlight some of them because if it's the, the worst thing that was, well, they, they took one additional day to go and complete this, then, you know, that's not so bad. You know what I mean? People will actually may say, oh, that person was not as, it's not easy to satisfy everyone. Well, and it's perception, right? So, so somebody's, Somebody might have said, oh, well, you told me it was going to be Friday that you were going to install my new air conditioner and there was a delay and you didn't get to it to Saturday. So therefore, I'm giving you a three stars. But the service was great. The air conditioner, I'm cold as heck. Okay, so in your mind, a day late means two stars. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's your perception. But I think that's where the business owner has to come in and say, yep, really sorry about that. Really feel bad that 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 that, that had that impact on you we'll try to do better next time. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah. And, and to me, the only thing I would add is that now you, you have apps like next door neighbors and, and, and some of these social sites where, you know, it's really based on zip codes and in these neighborhoods. And the one thing that I think home improvement companies don't do, uh, you know, um, is that they don't take advantage of that. Right. And they don't yeah. make the, the neighbors and, and their customers their ambassadors. Um, and I, and I think that's just missed opportunity for them to, to reinforce their marketing. You know what I mean? Um, well, and you bring, you, you sort of get me into the, the final point that, that I think we can talk about. So increasingly it's not just Google. It's not just the better business bureau. It's not just Angie's list, right? We're, we're seeing neighbor, we're seeing Yelp, we're seeing, you know, there's a lot, there's a growing list of places where people can leave a review about a business, uh, in particular home improvement businesses. And so is there, and I, I honestly, maybe I should know this, um, but I'll ask the tech guy, is there technology that is that can monitor for a business's reviews across a number of platforms? Does that exist yet? Yes, there are, but a lot of the times it's not just monitoring it. Um, it it's, it's really, what do you do once you get you know, the information, right? And, and for the most part, a lot of people, they go and say, okay, well, it, I just want to get, there's several apps out there and services that actually do that for you. And they even, you know, do things like uh, hide comments, you know, you can give them instructions and you kind of outsource right. that sort of thing. But I think that, and, and if you get to a level where it's really a lot, then, you know, that those services might work out for you uh, or those particular apps. But I think it's, it's you really listening to, to, to what people are saying, you know, we have a little piece of technology in Ghostwriter AI, which is NLP that actually 
provides you with intent and in semantics, right? But I think what business owners need to to realize is is that you know don't focus too much on the five star versus the one star. It's what's being said, right? And you need to quantify that. And there's enough AI technology out there, um, NLP, and and again some reviews where you could you know put this into text, get all of the information, you know verified for it based on your persona or your company or user personas and then find out well this these are the things that people are actually saying about you know the company about our services about our products because people you know business owners tend to get hung up on well i've got 300 five-star reviews and i've got you know 65 of these you know ones that are less than five and really sure you know in the in in the bigger scheme of things that does matter because you know if you're rating uh, for things like, okay, you, you should probably want to get uh, or aspire to get a four-star rating or above. Um, but the reality is, if you really do want to provide five-star service, remarkable service, then you've got to listen to what people are telling you, and then right. you can provide that remarkable service. People, that The service and the product that people can remark on. Yeah, no, you, it, and, and there's a lot to dive into here, right? Obviously, we're going to have to do uh, a, a second follow-up podcast on this topic. And I think we could, yeah, I think what would get, be really interesting is to bring some people on and talk about technologically, how you can automate some of this stuff, because for some of these businesses, you know, these bigger dealers and manufacturers, you're potentially taking on hundreds of reviews in any given week, if you think about it from a national standpoint. So it, it'd be really good to have a, a chat about that. Right, Vic, that's it for us today. We hope you've enjoyed our chat and learned a couple things. As always, we here at One Leg believe poor marketing pollutes the planet and that business is full of tired, outdated, indistinct, unremarkable, and underperforming marketing that sucks. But what sucks even more is that many companies have forgotten the most important thing of all, the customer. And we're on a mission on behalf of our clients' customers to change that. To learn more, go to zeromarketingwaste.com where you can subscribe to our blog and this very podcast. You can also find us and follow us by looking for the Flamingo and the one leg handle wherever you socialize online. Thanks, Vic. Talk to you next week. Bye.